Now, this may not be a popular thought, but I believe Kroger will overthrow HEB in San Antonio, Texas, because they're using the fulfillment delivery model. And I think it's a lot more efficient as a business model than to have individual grocery stores where customers get lost in the uniqueness of every store, make a bunch of impulse buys, and waste a whole lot of time in their day. I know for me, delivery is king because delivery is bringing stuff to the customer. Amazon realized this a long time ago, and if we look at Amazon, they're thriving. Now, an argument could be made that Amazon is failing at the grocery business. That's why they bought Whole Foods, so they could have little bases within San Antonio and in Texas, and therefore delivery doesn't work for groceries because everyone wants to squeeze their own tomatoes. But I'm going to make the case that's not the case. I believe delivery will take over because of one truth. It's a universal truth in business. People love convenience. People like to save their time. And life has always been about convenience. A long time ago, people used to wash their own clothes in the lake or the river, the little creek. They'd scrub it on the board and spend all day cleaning their garments because it's dirty in the creek. Then the washing machine came out and saved a lot of time. You could wash and do another task at the same time. Efficiency. Do you see people still washing their clothes in the creek? Maybe for fun, maybe for a YouTube adventure, but not for everyday use. So delivery gives customers the ability to be in their own house, doing their own thing, and the food just comes to them. They don't even have to be in their car at curbside. See, HEB started doing this curbside thing because of COVID. Everybody started doing curbside, which I'm really thankful for the advancements COVID brought. Even though COVID was a terrible thing, it did force more Zoom meetings, remote work, delivery. Some good things came of it. Some things that we had been talking about for years that Arthur C. Clarke had predicted would happen in the year 2000. It took 20 years, but when COVID hit, it made it happen. And I think it's good. I think delivery's good, curbside's good. Being more concerned about spreading diseases is a good thing. We don't wanna go to work sick, and we really made that an important factor. But there was terrible things that came out of it too, which was rash decisions from employers, I know this is off topic, but interesting. Employers made really rash decisions about writing people up for being sick. That's a current issue right now. And that's actually something HEB is doing. And there's about 6,000 signatures that are accumulating on some website where employees are just getting fed up with being written up for being sick. And then previously, we didn't want, they didn't want you to come to work if you were sick, like there's just been these really rash things forcing people to get vaccinated and everything else and firing you. Terrible decisions. But you know what solves all that? Delivery. Yeah, you don't have to leave your house. You don't have a bunch of people in a store spreading disease and bacteria and coughing all over things. Kids putting things in their mouth. No, you have it delivered. It's much, much cleaner. It's convenient. You're not getting lost in a store wasting your whole afternoon shopping 
because it's not something you want to do. It's something you have to do. And anything you have to do, you need to make it easier and minimize its existence. So, for example, no one wants to fill up their car with gas. They don't want to stand there for 10 minutes pumping gas, touching some dirty pump that everyone touches, which, by the way, pro tip, if you wear gloves and don't touch the gas pump, you may not get sick. For me, it took eight years to get sick. I had a whole period of time where I wasn't sick, and my only adjustment was really using gloves. Some say they can wash your hands afterwards or use hand sanitizer, but I'll tell you, that only kills 99.999% of things. What kills everything? Not touching it. 100%. So, gas pumps, the reason they will eventually disappear is because no one wants to stand there for 10 minutes. And they certainly don't want to listen to all the ads that are on the gas pump that keep trying to sell them something. I don't... When that comes on, man, I'm trying to mute that gosh darn thing. And I'm glad that some gas stations have finally removed it because it was so obnoxious. It made me want to leave the place. It's been a while since I've encountered a pump that's making all that racket. Or I'm starting to ignore it or something. I don't know. But it just, man, so much racket. I think it was to distract you from the price so that you kept pumping watching the screen and didn't notice that you were going over your little budget. But man, it was annoying. People don't want to stand there. It's, it's a waste of their existence. So having your car charge at home, genius. Tell you what's even more genius. If you could do like a wireless charger like you do for your iPhone, have that in the parking lot, drive over it, and let it charge every time you park somewhere. Now that... That's genius, because your car is parked most of the time anyway, so it might as well be charging. And you don't have to take the effort of plugging something in. And when you need to leave, you just get in your car and take off. That'd be great. Assuming that cats and birds don't go underneath your car and get fried. I didn't think about that, but that's a possibility too. Anyway, back to Kroger. I get off topic a little bit. Hopefully it was interesting. But I think Kroger is going to take over H-E-B. Now, granted, people love H-E-B. Like, when I say this to people right now, they lose their minds. Because H-E-B is such a staple in the, the San Antonio community. You know, the Spurs did commercials for them. They give, they have great prices for the most part. They're a great company. They do great things. Their stores are a little dirty, I think. They could be a little neater, a little cleaner. But they're working on that. You know, the newer stores are nice. But that was never their focus. Their focus was never to be an art piece like Albertsons. Albertsons and some of these other, they ran them out of town, but if you go to those Albertsons and other places, I went to one, it was actually really nice. It looked really good. It had this fancy tile and fancy signs, but that's not what people want. They wanted inexpensive groceries, convenience, and H-E-B has really good products. They have uh, really good local foods, and they taste great, and good meats, and their supply chain's great, but when compared to Walmart, I can walk into any Walmart because I don't always go to the same place, and I know aisle 22 is the sodas, for example. It's nice to be able to get in and get out and know what you're going to get. So I really like that Walmart's all structured and it's always the same. H-E-B, their claim to fame is having those impulse buys at the cash register. Those dollar items make a millions, but that's for the business. That makes some money. That's great, but you have to focus on the customer. And eventually, I believe customers are going to get busier and busier, or at the very least, want more of their time to do whatever they want. Maybe just veg out on Facebook. I don't know. And 
delivery is convenient. Now, also, Kroger has one fulfillment center in San Antonio. Now, think about this. That's one building. They only have to pay taxes on that one building, and they have a bunch of trucks, but they don't have a bunch of buildings. They don't have a bunch of employees to pay at every building, security, point of sales, parking lots, maintenance, insurance. They just have one building. Now, they have a lot of insurance on the cars and the trucks. I'll give you that. And maybe the, the prices will, the cost of you know having a bunch of trucks versus having a bunch of buildings, maybe they'll weigh out each other. But I'm going to make the bet that because Kroger can go 90 miles in all directions with a truck, it's like the Air Force. It's like a F-22 Raptor. You don't have to get in dogfights anymore. You don't have to have customers engage your store, park, and have baskets and all that stuff. You can just put the food on the truck, and you can reach in a 90-mile radius. One building. I, I really think that's the building's like an aircraft carrier, and the airplanes are like the little trucks. And they can go very far, and they can reach a lot of people. And I think grocery stores are like the army, like having a bunch of little tents everywhere, a bunch of little bases. I think it's uh, much more efficient what Kroger's doing. And I think in 10, 20 years' time, maybe even 15, it might, you might have to give it a moment, it'll take off. I even see people in my neighborhood getting Kroger. I'm getting Kroger regularly. And I'm not saying that Kroger has... The best food compared to HEB doesn't have quite the same supply, but it has convenience. It has an app. The app tells me how healthy food is if I care to look. HEB has an app, and the app is good. I know some folks who were behind developing it. It was a good app, and I'm really happy they did an app. I'm really happy they're modernizing. I'm really happy they're getting off Windows XP, or they've already done. Their point of sales were all on Windows XP at one point. I'm glad they're modernizing, but I think they need to pay attention to delivery. And I see they're delivering in these vans and these little shuttles. But refrigerated trucks, that's the way to go. That's a really good selling point, a really good, unique selling proposition by Kroger. Your food's fresh. It's fresher than having in the back of some random kid's car. That's what Walmart does. They're having just random people deliver. It's fresher than having it in the back of a van in the heat. Because you realize when it's 70 something degrees outside it's about 90 degrees in your trunk so san antonio is pretty hot so the amount of time that they're driving around with your groceries in the back it's taking away from the freshness of your groceries now granted you've been doing this for decades maybe for the last hundred years we put stuff in the back of our trunks so it's been fine i get it it might be a little longer because they have to deliver they're going to be efficient with their delivery system but it's been okay. What's better? Refrigerated trucks. It's fresh. That's as fresh as it gets. Uh, it just Maybe the difference is marginal, but I really like it. And I like the convenience. And those two reasons, I think it will be a win with customers. And I think as far as a business model, the expense of having just one building as opposed to several properties also will weigh out. The, I think that's what's going to make it Kroger efficient and agile. I know they couldn't build stores and compete with HEB. And a lot of people know that. HEB's got a kind of a monopoly on the industry. And he took out Target. Target's still there. It's hanging in there. But it's just, it's really Walmart and HEB. 
and maybe you go to Sam's. Costco has a following, but it has one store. We realize that having buildings is expensive. So I really think that if Kroger grows and delivery grows, it's just like Amazon. Best Buy and all them could have ignored Amazon and said, ah, we've got a store here. But people start buying on Amazon. Who do you know that doesn't buy on Amazon? Tell me how many people personally have never heard of and do not use Amazon. It took some time, but it's pretty much king. And there's some concern about how it's affecting small business and we should help our local businesses. But it's a prime example of how a whole industry, industries can change. Staples, I think, went out of business. Did Staples go out? I don't remember. You can comment in the comment section. But I remember it was really hurting office supplies because you could, why go to a store dedicated to office supplies when you can just buy it on Amazon? It was a place for everything. It's the one place, like, if I don't know what I'm looking for, or I can't, well, say, I know what I'm looking for, but I can't, I'm imagining some kind of product and say, hey, I wonder if this exists. It's the Google of products. I search, and wow, someone actually made that. Yeah, I'm buying that. And there's usually several versions of it. So, for example, I have a dog next door that can fit underneath my fence. I have a wood fence. And I just said, I wonder if there's like a little barrier to fill the gap between my fence, my wood fence, and the ground so that the dog doesn't come on my side and stick its head through the, the fence. And I just, so you know, I imagine like this metal kind of thing. I Googled it, or I didn't Google it. I, I searched it in Amazon, and guess what? It existed in a variety of different versions, but it, it was perfect. It was exactly what I was imagining. Hey, what store can I go to in San Antonio that has that? I guess Home Depot, but I don't think they carry that they don't carry everything you can't carry everything in a building kroger has a real opportunity to change the business to really shape groceries if they do things right and one of the first things i noticed about kroger and the reason i switched to them was heb was getting really sloppy with curbside they were giving me a lot of groceries that were expired or opened or damaged or smashed they weren't checking what they were putting in my bag, and I got the impression they were offloading their expired goods or close to expired goods. So I said, Kroger's new. They're going to try to make a good impression. Let me just give them a shot until they get sloppy. And I would say the first couple months, they'd talk to me. They'd tell me about the features, the Boost membership. They checked all the food. They came in twos as they were training. And they really checked the groceries and they'd find something that was damaged in shipment, take it off my bill immediately. I didn't have to deal with it. Oh, it was so nice. Now they're starting to have one driver. I don't see them coming in twos anymore. I liked it when they were coming in two, two people, but I guess it makes sense that they're you know, skinnying down to one. And now they're not really checking their groceries as closely, which I miss striking up a conversation with me, being relational. Some of the drivers are, and I really appreciate that. It's a real short interaction. The amount of time it takes for them to walk to the back of the vehicle and pull out groceries and chat with me and tell me about my fuel points. But I really appreciate it. I appreciate the, the relational aspect of it. So they really hone in on that relational part of business. They're efficient with having one location, and it's better to have a refrigerated truck. I think they can do well for themselves. And it's certainly convenient. I don't have to go anywhere and I don't have to wait anywhere. I don't have to wait in my car, captive, waiting for someone to slam my trunk at curbside. And I certainly don't have to get lost in the store and spend hours in there. Yes, I'll get fresher food if you pick it yourself, apparently. 
but I'm bumping into all kinds of baskets and every store is different. Not fun. And then having to get in and out of that parking lot. Oh, my goodness. Always park far when you go somewhere. That way you can get out easy. I don't know why everyone feels like they have to park super close. They're going to walk even further inside the store than they are in the parking lot. I don't know what that's about, but I don't like getting all the door dings and everything, so I park far. Get past all the traffic, maybe get out to the exits easier. Anyway, really think HEB needs to pay attention. Love you, HEB. This is definitely no shade on you, but you need to modernize and start thinking about delivery, which I see you're already doing. I, told, I said that in 2009. I was talking to top, some top people. I was always in their ear telling them about, hey, delivery would be, the, would be great. And they're like, ah, oh, we can't do it. Nah. I was saying that in 2009 because I had experienced Amazon. I was like, I instantly connected the dots. And I said, hey, these two things are connected. So I was really impressed when an app came out. And I was really shocked when Amazon bought out Whole Foods and even offered to buy HEB. But HEB didn't want to sell. And I was really impressed amazed by Kroger coming back to town and doing this delivery thing. I said, you see, you need to listen. Sorry. They need to get, I know it's easier said than done, but they need to get on this whole refrigerated truck delivery fulfillment model and really get perfect on, you know, giving foods that are not about to expire. Things like that. Just get it perfect. Don't give me smashed things and ripped things and get your staff paying attention to details. If you do that, I think you could do well. HEB is doing well financially right now already, but I think you can snooze and you can become Blockbuster and Net, you know, Redbox takes over, then Redbox is taken over by Netflix and Netflix is taken over by Disney Plus or whatever else, Amazon Prime, even Apple's iTunes snooze in a little bit and Spotify comes out. It's impossible to be perfect on everything. I get that, but really should pay attention. So, Kroger, congrats to you on your digital business and the scalability. I see that it's brought over $10 billion. And what, let's see, what date is that? In 2021? It's brilliant. Business is about scaling and using new technologies, new delivery methods. You know, how you get your product to the customer makes a huge amount of difference. And having all these robots, you get it. You got the memo from Amazon. You're paying attention. And I don't know the branding of Kroger. I don't know how how involved they are in the community. We're really married to HEB over here. But I really am... The whole point of this podcast is really if you are an HEB lover, if you work at HEB, if you're in management at HEB or no, someone who's in management, share this podcast with them. Tell them, hey, pay attention to this delivery stuff. Don't blow it off. Don't think people want to get lost in the store forever. Yes, the majority of San Antonians right now, maybe, not forever. I tell you, I'm not going to be getting lost in stores forever, doing a, a task I have to do every week. It's like if you want to stare at your washing machine for the whole hour it's washing. No. No, I don't. I would rather watch a show or play video games or get on my bicycle and ride. I don't think I want to watch my washing machine wash for an hour. And I certainly don't want to shop for an hour or however long it takes to get through those lines and find things.